Welcome to the Hit Parade Podcast. Come join the nation's award-winning number one repack brand and our host, Joe Kay, Patrick Mancuso, and Tom Hughes as we discuss all the happenings in the world of sports entertainment and we speculate on where things are going in the industry. Follow along for some hot takes and cool products that you're going to want to hear about. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hit Parade Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Kay, uh, alongside Pat and Tom. We're back. Um, gentlemen, it's Thursday. It's one of the happiest days of the year, the return of the NFL season. Very, very excited to get to that. Uh, we're going to talk all about it, but uh, first got to get the other sports out of the way real quick. Um, big news, obviously, in the card world. Uh, Tom, you can touch on it. Uh, Otani, we never really talked about because we kind of took last week off with the mock draft and everything, but him getting shut down. I know it's a little older, but we should still... Touch on it anyway. Yeah, obviously, um, he still should win AL MVP. Uh, yes. He, he had a great year. Um, he's still DHing a little bit. I know he set out a couple of games, but he's still out there hitting dingers. Um, so hopefully it won't affect his value too much. Like I said, he still should win AL MVP. But it could really affect him in the offseason. Obviously, he's a free agent. They obviously were talking about the first 100 uh, – $500 million deal, all this other stuff. or And who knows, because he's not going to be pitching next year. Yeah, it's such a bummer. But at the plus side, so here's the thing. We've talked about this before on the show. So you, you worry about, like, his card value, et cetera. And I know he's a unique, you know, little unicorn there where he does both. But we've said it before here, like, where pitchers tend to not have as high values as batters. So Otani's value as a batter is through the roof regardless. So even though he's not pitching, like, because it's the pitching side, does it really affect the card value as long as he's, again, hitting dingers, as you say? Um, I think a little bit just because part of the reason he is a shoe in for MVP is because you do count his pitching stats. If you just count his hitting stats, he probably is still MVP, but it's not an open and shut case. Mm -hmm. So he does, you know, take a hit there. But it does kind of see what happens next year in the offseason. Does he sign that huge deal? Does he sign a one-year deal next year? to go just hit somewhere, and then when he's healthy, he goes yes. signs a long-term deal. Yes. I know the Dodgers, you know, I was just in L.A. for Burbank. We'll touch on that in a little bit. And talking to some Dodgers fans, and they were just like, yeah, we basically punted this year waiting to get Otani, and we're still going to make the playoffs. You know, the, they're going to back up. They punted this year? <laughs> the <laughs> Dodgers punted this year with their <laughs> Listen, billion dollar break. 74 wins, <laughs> and you punted? Fuck that. <laughs> Get out of here! But, but I hate they, Dodgers. I know. Just, just for that reason. <laughs> but that's what literally, literally, two different people told me that. Like they, they punted this year. They didn't go sign anybody this year because they were all waiting for Otani. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't have time for that. We so, punted this year, so we're just, we're just gonna defer. We'll, we'll take seventy-five wins, but we punted seventy-five wins. They're gonna win ninety some yeah, wins. I know. But uh, but you know, does this affect that? You know, everyone knows the Dodgers are gonna dra- back up a truck to them. The Yankees are going to. So are the Mariners. The Giants and Mariners, Mariners are probably are huge going on to. It. I really yeah. like them. Go to the um, That'd be so much fun. But you know, oh, does this good. does this give a chance? Like, you know, y- you laugh if you're the Orioles, who obviously here we go. <clears throat> signed to a one year deal, fifty million dollars. Depends on what you're giving up for them. You guys have because what you guys have the Orioles have done as a you guys. Yeah, <laughs> what I've done. The <laughs> Orioles have built and curated. Uh, a, their minor league system, and B, now their major league system. I think putting Otani in there and getting rid of those assets. We don't, we don't we get rid of assets. Patrick, he's a free agent. Uh, free agent. Uh, you know, you know, you know, can you money. pay everybody? 
so far, no one else is getting paid yet. Okay. So I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, could you imagine one year you go say, hey, get all the buzz? One year. Like it just oh, wow. it, it makes it it makes just it can't see him going to Baltimore. I I, I can't either. I I'm just it's a pipe dream of mine. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying it, it could definitely have a different effect on his offseason. I think that's silly because well, first off, get all the buzz. I think the Orioles have had more than enough buzz this year. All right. We, we can always from take good more. and bad. From, from good you, and bad. From you alone, sir. But uh good and um, bad. They're having a great season. Here's the problem with that. They have a ton of young kids and they're all coming up and doing pretty well. That's why they're you know where they're at. Who does who does Otani just replace in the lineup? Because now that's kind of like, hey, <clears throat> we could still be a little bit better, so let's bring in this guy for one year. And now you're taking one of your players that you're putting stock in and just kind of like saying, hey, you're kind of going to be behind this guy for a year. Like for what's like what's the point? Why get a rental for a year? I get why like in terms of he's fucking awesome. Like it's, it's Otani, sure, but like if I'm getting rented out, it's a bad it's a bad look at your it, like to your roster and to your team that's already there and they're like we're all in this together and they're like well cool but that guy you're gonna sit back a little bit longer so we can bring in this guy for one year and he's probably not even gonna stay. What is, this so, major, is this major league two? This is Joe makes a good point. Joe makes wrong? a good point. I, I mean. Jackson Holiday is the future of the franchise, but if you can have him take another year, can he just jump up to Triple A? Yeah, yeah. So he's coming. Like, why bother with Otani when you have all these other guys? It's a much better story if it's all you know, homegrown, et cetera, et cetera. Like what you guys are right now, and you're just going to keep adding to it is way better what? than. That's what you get mad at the Yankees for doing. What? I know. That's what you get mad at the Yankees. For doing. <laughs> he's turning you to bitch about that all the time. But they get all of them. No, no, no. No, you're not allowed to do I, this. Listen, stuff. listen. There is. Zero, <laughs> we zero, can do it, but you can't. There's zero <laughs> chance that Otani's going to go there. It's just, I mean, I don't think. He I, yeah, to Baltimore. I'm just saying. Is, right. Cry. Is there is there another team that you don't expect that maybe can't afford a billion dollar contract over the next ten years for Otani that says, hey, for one year we can throw a boatload of money at him? The Oakland. A's. No, when they, go to Vegas. Vegas. when they go to when Vegas. they go to Vegas, yeah, well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like when but, they go to Vegas, that's going to be your draw. Come on, we, we want him to win, right? We want Otani to have a chance no, to win. Uh, <laughs> we're going to make me start saying things about the Orioles. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, right now they're winning, but I'm just saying, does it open the door for a team that may not be able to afford that monster contract for one year to say we're going to go get the best player in baseball for a year? I think it's I mean, it could be Oakland because they need butts in the seats. He's not they, signing in Oakland. Well, they're not going to be. I mean, they're going to go to Vegas, and they need a draw, and that's going to be the The biggest draw draw in Vegas. The draw is hey, we have Britney Spears is going to be Otani. The draw is that awesome stadium they're talking about building, and the fact that the team exists. Plus, like I don't know, but you need players to go see. If you're just putting together minor league system players, you're not going to get a big draw. But but Seattle, I think that's a. I think that's That's a good one because because Leo and yeah, let's go. But Seattle probably can't. You know. They, they probably can't afford a billion-dollar contract with the Yankees or Dodgers. They don't have the same capital. No. But they say, hey, come for to Seattle year. for one year for $60 million. I'm trying you to remember. Know. Who owns the Mariners? I don't know. I just like – I feel like it's somebody rich. I, I'm so, sorry. Like, listen, I think I, they have the capital. I'm sure <laughs> – That's how things work. <laughs> <laughs> Who owns the Mariners? Like, I think he's rich. rich. <laughs> no, like what? super rich. No, like, he's broke. No, I, I mean, like me. listen, I'm sure that, that he can afford it. But he doesn't – they don't have the same amount of money rolling in as the Yankees and Dodgers do. I mean, I'm just saying it, it, it huh. could open it up to be someone a little bit you don't expect. Oh, what'd you know? He's he's he's, uh, he's rich. Hold on. Well, you're right, right, right. I know. John I, Stan. I think he'll be A-OK. By the way, I didn't know that the previous principal owner was Nintendo. 
Yes. I didn't know that until oh. right now. That's so cool. Okay, but wait. So, <sighs> yeah, principal his valuation. LLP, uh, first yeah. Avenue, I don't have time for that. This is bad radio. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. The point is, <laughs> the point is, I think they can afford them if they really want a billion to. dollars. They play. They paid slightly more than that for the team, right? But, yeah. And everything's going. Otani or the whole franchise. Well, he'll be the franchise, wouldn't he? But yeah. I, I mean, I get what you're saying though. Like somebody, it gets him over the hump for a season. I could see that. Although my other question is, wouldn't him? It, would him hitting for a year, just taking the year off pitching, would that just hurt his? Uh, Comeback for pitching? Would that just like slow his recovery or anything like that? No, because if you guys remember, this happened um, 2018. Yeah. Oh, it's the same thing. Uh, Same thing where he just was a DH and still did amazing things. I forgot that he was able to sit in rehab. Yeah, that's so cool. Oh my goodness. It's going to like what the Cubs or something ridiculous. Oh, don't get me started. But that's what I'm saying. Like, no, no one thinks about the Cubs. I'm a huge Cubbies fan. All of a sudden, the Cubbies here, they're gonna. They're looking like they're going to make the playoffs as a wild card team. Mm-hmm. You say, they're "Hey, the ones, they go see some meaningful and, baseball." Next yeah, and and next. and there's a franchise that could could afford Otani. I don't think Otani would want to go to Chicago. The weather's not great. Well, I mean, neither is Seattle, but neither is New York. <sighs> I, just, I love that Patrick's regular clothing is Yankees pinstripes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know why he can't beat the Yankees because of the pinstripes. I mean, I think everyone's beating the Yankees this year. Cubs have pinstripes too. To be fair, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm a pinstripe guy. <laughs> through and through. Is your suit for the wedding pinstriped? No. Well, there's a missed oh, opportunity yeah. oh, I've ever seen. That is true. Oh, my God. Well, you you act like, you're not going to be able to find green pinstripe suits. You can if you try. Yeah, I'm, they're <laughs> there. <laughs> all right, all right. I don't think about that. Uh, so way, you, you act like Patch got to pick what suit he wore. I guess that's true. true. This, this is true. true. All right, when you put it that way. <laughs> I'm just showing up with a pulse. <laughs> so that's obviously the biggest baseball news we didn't touch on. Um then there's some basketball news. The USA is in the FIBA tournament. They actually lost a game, right? Yeah, they, they lost, but the way the it is, they still qualified for uh, the quarterfinals, which they won. Uh, the semis. But once again, you know, the world is shocked when USA basketball loses. But Lithuania they just beat them up. They're bigger. They out-rebounded them. They pound them in the post. And Triple J, please. For your career as an NBA player. And your card values. And your card values. And your card (laughs) values. Learn to play defense without following. That guy cannot stand the court for the life of him. Isn't he the reigning defensive player of the year? I think he figured it out along the way. No. (laughs) No. If you watch watch the Memphis games, and obviously Team USA is having the same issue, that team went – and died with him and how much he played because he would go in a game and get two fouls in the first six minutes and then sit for almost the rest of the first half. Uh, it's happened a ton. This is a USA basketball team that doesn't have a true center outside of him, um, and they are getting pounded on the boards when he has to come off the court because he keeps getting into foul trouble. Fair enough. Do you feel like ugh, the loss of Lithuania, because when we last talked about the team here, they were – undefeated in play and everybody was talking about how awesome they are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I mean, say what you want, but these guys read that stuff and maybe they were feeling it. So they just kind of like got maybe a little too big head and they're like, Lithuania, we'll crush them. And then they got kind of like the wake up call. It kind of was probably a good thing, if anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a perfect time to lose. I mean, if it doesn't really hold any value, I mean, you're not getting kicked out of the tournament for it. So right now is a good wake up call. I'm going to go into the next game and yeah, yeah they, roll them. they rolled Italy. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's Italy in basketball. Yeah. Doesn't matter they did it. It's count. Yeah, but, absolutely. But they actually, 
Um, like three of their first five games, they got down double digits in the first half. So they've been kind of a slow starter all tournament. So this was definitely an opportunity for them to to kind of wake up. Anthony Edwards was a man possessed He's that amazing. game. Amazing, had thirty five points in the loss. Has anybody made himself more money? After this tournament, than that guy, like I mean, so it's just like for the future, like he's, he's so awesome. Yeah, he's sad. his jersey sales are going up for sure. His yeah, heart, his heart yeah. yeah. So I'll tell you in in Burbank, um, basketball in general is down. It's the off season. People of aren't really talking basketball. Everyone's football crazy right now, and you still got baseball playoffs coming up. So basketball's down a little bit. But Anthony Edwards was a name on the floor. Absolutely, everybody was looking for Anthony Edwards. Everyone was was trying to pick him up. So. You know, people are paying attention to this stuff. Um, Halliburton's another guy that's playing really good uh, off the bench. playing well. And, you know, people kind of looked at Reeves. Austin Reeves is kind of like, hey, is he really a guy? And he's gone out and played really well in this tournament. He started really well. Really uh, well. So people are paying attention to these guys. And obviously in Burbank, Austin Reeves values. Every time I looked at a card. Probably way too (laughs) I was like, well, that's like – Double comps. And I, and I would look it up, and it would only be like one and a half comps. <laughs> I'm like, that's way too high for him. But he was a hot name on the floor. But it's 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 always fun to, to see international play. And, and people talked about I know we talked about on the podcast a couple months ago when they first announced the team. Well, they don't have any of the big stars. It's cool seeing these young guys play. I got, they got um, Luke out there. Luke is playing in FIBA. I'm, I'm, yeah, but I'm talking about for the U.S. Oh, gotcha. Um, you know, you don't have LeBron playing. You don't have the guys that we've seen play forever. So it's yeah. these these young guys are having the opportunity, and I think it's their team now moving forward. Yep. Like, yeah, this is going to be the squad in the next however long they're going to be in there. The LeBron teams are gone. The way well, obviously all those guys are. Well, I don't I don't really see them stepping up like that. Well, the knock on the U.S. team is they don't have true bigs. And if you play, if you know, you look at it, you know, Jokic and. Um, even even Luca plays kind of a, a bigger game, but we don't have those those guys down low. And Joel Embiid just got U.S. citizenship. Hey, so <laughs> hey, Joel. It's like, the, it's like the international version of trading for the guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just got U.S. Uh, citizenship, so they're already talking about him for the Olympics. Um, Do it for the U.S. for the U.S. because they need they need a big guy if you're going to play against the, you know about the top Anthony Davis. When you guys who can play, he's made of glass. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's good. He's a really, he was one of the best centers in the league this no, year. He is. He's just always hurt. Um, and they're because they're saying you know LeBron could, will, would probably play a lot of center for the U.S. team. Um, I'd love to see that. That'd be a, that'd be a good opportunity to kind of switch positions for him and just kind of see where how. Um, he but it's yeah, it'll be fun. Luckily for the U.S., Lithuania lost in the quarterfinals, so they're out of the tournament. So you don't have to worry about playing them. Um. <laughs> Who's do you know who's left off the top of your head? So I didn't see who won yesterday's games. Um Canada was playing um it was it was Shea versus Luca basically. Right. Which was which was good. Shea's been playing phenomenal. I think Canada qualified for the Olympics, which is good for them. I think it's what Shea and RJ Barrett leads that team. Uh yeah. For Canada. For Canada. Yeah, and Dylan Brooks is on that too. But, and um, then uh this is yes, uh today's or no, this is this, that's the loser bracket because there's Italy just lost to Latvia. Yeah, go to what, yesterday. Lithuania is beating Slovenia right now. I don't know. Slovenia. Uh, yeah. How much fun is that? Go to Wednesday. Go back one day. I can't. Oh, doesn't allow you. <laughs> there is no so, Wednesday. It never happened. Yeah, I guess there Anyways, yeah. Again, this is fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, We're going to get into football in a minute. So, But, yeah, so, you know, we have semifinals, finals coming up. So, 
it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. We'll, we'll touch on it, you know, next week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, USA raising the banner. To answer your question, Germany beat, Germany beat Latvia by two points, and then Canada beat Slovenia, who's playing now. So these are obviously all the guys who lost last game. Last but yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. Germany, U.S., and then Canada, Serbia. Look out. Ugh. All right, well, that's pretty much it for anything else we really need to touch on. So let's touch on the thing everybody really cares about. The NFL is back. So I almost wore football jersey today, but then I realized Pat would make fun of me, so I didn't. Oh, I would have worn one. I was going to wear one, but I didn't fit right. I looked at my closet. I was looking at my jerseys, and I was like, shoot. I'm over 30 years old. I can't wear it. No, no, it's not 30. It's 40. Oh. He's also that, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Pat. I was, I was trying to drain that out. Thanks a lot, Pat. I was Pat. trying to drain it out. Oh, I had it. So that means what? It <laughs> doesn't matter. Pat's still wrong on that as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Chiefs take on the Lions tonight. Um, big news. Big news because Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee and then maybe he tore his ACL and then he didn't and then it was this thing and then it was another thing. A lot of tweets from former wide receivers that are like, just give him a day or two. He's got deer legs right now where he's just trying to get mm-hmm. a hold of it. He'll probably play. So I hope he plays. I don't think he's going to, though. I don't think he I'm going to play, and I want him to just get start getting worn down for week one as a homer. Well, if you go out there and play, as someone who's playing against you, I'm going for the leg. I'm going to go for that knee. I want to hyperextend it. I, I might want to break it. Wow, Greg Williams here in the yeah. office. Well, have you if met you, Patrick? Have you ever played football? If someone has an ailment, you go after it. 100%. Back, I'm going after it. Greg Arm, Williams. going after it. I am a coach's dream. <laughs> I will do the dirty work. Cleanly. Cleanly do the dirty work. That's right. But, oh. yeah, so Kelsey not playing. Um, the word that he might not play dropped the line from, what, six and a half to five yeah. almost instantaneously. That's not enough. Worth. He's worth more than a point and a half. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, the rest of that receiving core is trash. It doesn't I'm matter. sorry, it's you, trash. Yeah, so you, I'm taking the Lions plus four. You know that they get five, right? Well, at the time I was looking, it was plus four. Oh, okay. Lions money line. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I think that I'm in the money line. Tom lives in a fancy dream world where apparently Patrick Mahomes doesn't exist, so that's whatever. It's um, not that Patrick Mahomes doesn't exist. It's that he, his wide receivers don't exist. Who were his like, wide receivers last year again? Don't, Kelsey. Don't, yeah, okay, cool. I get that, but yeah. what else? MVS? Or he's still there. Juju Smith-Schuster. He's yeah, got nobody. nobody. The point but, is he, he does that anyway and they no, still win. He it doesn't matter. Travis Kelsey, who is a top five receiver in the league. Okay. He, if he's not there, the rest of them are not that good. If right now, as of as of what time is it? 10 a.m.? Almost, yeah, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The EST. The Chiefs are missing their second and third best player going into this game. They're going to lose. And they don't have Jones, right? Best yeah. yeah. Kelsey and Jones are second and third best player. I, I should know this, but where is the game? It's at home. Yeah, it's at home. It's at KC. I didn't know. I was just asking. Because, I mean, if it was in Detroit, that would also matter. Also, just real quick, they're still playing the Lions, who I know everybody, like, loves, and they're a fun, chic pick, and we'll get into our picks in a minute. But, like, they're still them. What have they really proven? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. I mean, I get it. Like I think they're going to be a really good team. And the irony of Dan Campbell, who wants to go for kneecaps if Kelsey does play, by the way. That's the best <laughs> you know what's going to happen. He's, oh. he's out there in the locker room. There's going to be a bounty out there. It's going to. It's just going to be like we're going to take out no, Kelsey. No bounties. Oh, okay. there'll be bounties. Um, so you really believe the Lions are just going to straight up win? 
I think the Lions are going to win. What do you want to bet on that? I'll take like Kansas City with 31. I think they're going to win like 31 30. I bet it's going to be lower than that. I bet it's like uh, I think 20 to 17. The, Chief, the Chiefs defense is not very good, and they Same don't have their best pass rusher. And the Lions made some strides last year. But they still don't have a very good defense. To me, to me, it's like the Colts versus the Chiefs last year when the Colts won by a field goal. That's kind of the game I'm looking at right now. Kansas City's now losing the first game of the season at the home opener in a night. Yeah, game, they don't. Whether you like it or not. Historically, Patrick Mahomes sets the world on fire. 24-20, I'll give you. I'll say I'll put I'll say Detroit puts up a point, puts up points and stuff too, but no, I'll go with Kansas City. I'm not going to bet against them. I'm not on crack. I think the so. lowest, I think the lowest amount of touchdowns Patrick Mahomes has thrown <clears> in week one is like four, something like that. Like he's I'll, I'll take he, the, ball, I'll, he balls. I'll, I'll take the under if Kelsey's not playing for four touchdowns. I just mm-hmm. once again that's fair. There's, I would agree with that. There's nobody on that receiving core that scares me. And Patrick Mahomes is the best player on, on the planet. You realize they can catch the football, right? And they scheme to get them open. And then if they don't, they'll give it to, like, Jarek McKinnon, who will go 60 yards for a touchdown anyway. You just, no, you're just over, you're over-adjusting. We're just, trying, we're just trying to talk ourselves into the correct bets here, Joe. The correct bets is the Lions plus points. Lions plus point Underdogs. Well, for a week one in NFL, you always bet under always hit fifty six, like fifty six percent. I understand you scheme guys open, but if you don't have to worry about doubling Kelsey the whole time, it allows you defensively to scheme other things to do other things. Um, to me, I, I know Kadarius Tony has a ton of hype and can fly. Um, People really want him to be good. Everybody wants him to be good. I don't. <laughs> I don't isn't. know. He, well, him and Isaiah Pacheco are like the same. Person just different. I just, I just was awesome because he just—he's a hammer. That's I just don't like. see. I don't see a someone who's just going to go win on one one-on-one matchups and get open all the time for him. And the Chiefs' offensive line is good, not great. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson is a beast, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to pressure Patrick Mahomes, and I think they're going to—they're going to be able to, to do enough to disrupt that offense if Kelsey's not there. The, I'm sorry, there's something to be said for Patrick Mahomes when he has that safety blanket. He's played. I don't even know how many games with now that he always know where, he, where he's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you the last time. I don't remember the last time Kelsey got hurt. If anything, I mean, yeah, Kel- for all I, game. I, I I saw the stat of how many like complete uh, games he's played in a row is incredible for a tight end. Side note about the Kelseys though. Him and his brother's podcasts are incredible. Have you have you guys taken a listen to that at all? Absolutely not. Oh, it's so good. I've heard good things. I would recommend listening to that. Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. Just basically shit talking the whole time, going over funny uh, subjects and stuff like that. I think yeah. it's amazing, and they give their two cents on uh, the NFL. I think they had Travis go over the the coach's picture from yeah. from Miami. He named like three people. Fair enough. Bills being one of them. Hey, hey. I love it. All right, so <clears throat> that's enough on that. So you really think? All right, Tom's picking the Lions. So I'm with Tom. I'm with Tom on that. The last time Tom made a pick. That mattered for on this podcast. He took Will Levis first overall in the draft, so maybe, <laughs> just maybe, we don't trust his opinion on things. It's not just his, though. I know. There's other people. I know. I'm just messing around. <laughs> Believe me, Detroit winning is way more fun. Don't get me wrong, but I think Kansas City has built up enough, you know, over the years where you're just like, until they actually lose, maybe we'll just Super Bowl hangover. Listen, Super Bowl hangover. Until they don't win the Super Bowl, they're Super Bowl favorites. So there you go. Um. So with that, with the season coming up, let's talk about some of our favorite picks of. Boys, 
Who do you guys have in the playoffs? Like, mm. who do you think's making the playoffs from for this conference? Let's start with the AFC. Patrick, who are your teams in the AFC that are going to make it? Um, from the AFC, well, I mean, I. Uh, Come on, give me your division I, winners. I mean, first. obviously, uh, so on FanDuel, I bet divisional winners. Mm-hmm. So my divisional winners this year are the Bills, the Bengals, uh, the Jags, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, and the Niners. Chalk. So every absolutely, absolutely chalk. Every chalk. 100%. I'm going to live by it. I don't care. I'll chalk it this year. Um I like those picks. I think all those teams are really good. I think one of the only one of the only conference, conferences that will have probably trouble with me picking is probably going to be the uh, AFC East because that is just a fucking throw up. Throw up. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Toss up. So yeah. all right. So there are your there are your division winners. But who are the wild cards that you have at least in just the AFC? I like the I like the I like the Jets this year. Okay. And I like the Steelers. I so really like the one. Steelers this Steelers year. Steelers a good one. I think the Steelers are going to make a really big jump this year offensively and uh, kind of take the next step into becoming competitive again in the NFL. I almost feel like like where you said the AFC East is, you know, the throw-up or whatever you're trying to say. <laughs> Toss-up, my bad. But uh, <laughs> the AFC North is worse. I think any of those four teams can mm-hmm. do it. Like, I don't think the Patriots are on the level of, like, Buffalo, Miami, and New York in the East. But for the North... If any of those teams won, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if the Browns finally click like we've been waiting for them yeah. to do. You know, obviously the Bengals are always the favorites. The Ravens, you can never count out. Now they have receivers. And then you just talked about the Steelers, who, you know, the same reason everybody loves Detroit is because they went, what, like 8-3 and three down the stretch and looked really, really awesome. But people tend to forget that the Steelers did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just because they're the Steelers, nobody's giving them the buzz because, you know, it's a better story if the Lions are good because it's you know new and it's exciting, right. et cetera, et cetera. It's the same reason why when the Bills started being good with Josh, everybody jumped on that and thought it was super awesome. So people just kind of go, oh, the Steelers are existing again because mm-hmm. that's what they do. But if Kenny Pickett takes a step and the Steelers play as well as they did down the stretch last year, I mean, there's they could make a jump and win that too, like you were saying. So mm-hmm. I think the AFC North is going to just be that's your, that's your throw up. Yeah, division. I mean, I mean, toss up is yeah. They're right. You're I don't right. care. I, like I think it. I'm gonna start using a throw up now. <laughs> it's a throw up. Who, throw who up. cares? It's a throw up. <laughs> it's a throw up. Tom, what do you like in the AFC? So, the AFC's murderers row here. Mm-hmm. I personally think that there's gonna be a team that misses the playoffs in the AFC that would be the third best team in the NFC. Um, Agreed. Because I think I think the Bills, Jets, Dolphins. I think. The Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, I think the Jaguars and the Chargers and Chiefs are all better than the third best team in the NFC, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. Um, I, I I still have the Bills. I think last year, the end of the year, was a, a bit of an aberration. I still think that on paper, they're one of the best three teams in the league. They're, the, they're pretty much returning almost the same team as they had last year that everyone thought was going to win the Super Bowl. Um, the Bengals, I think, are going to win that division, but I also think the Ravens are right on the heels. They finally have surrounded Lamar with weapons, so they, I think they're going to make the playoffs as well. The South is kind of yuck. I mean, the Titans, maybe they put something together. I think Vrabel's a good coach, but I got the Jags there. And then I want to see the Chiefs lose, and I want to see – Herbert finally make the jump and and win the West there, but I got I got the Chiefs there. Is Herbert winning the AFC West the best thing that could happen to the card world in terms of like just shooting his value up? Because like I've we've seen it, it's been pretty high because everybody has expectations, but then he 
never really reaches them. Yeah. And like even our cards that we have now, like the values aren't where they once were. It's, and a lot of that is the last game he played where they blew that huge lead against Jacksonville and stuff. But oh God, if he comes out and they just go what fourteen and three and win the division somehow, like. I feel like he gets put in a lot of good positions. And he just hasn't taken advantage. Well, it's because his receivers yeah. always get hurt. Because again, they're made of paper mache too. But <laughs> still, like what? What? And just in the AFC, what quarterback? I guess is what we have to go doing well would cause the cause the biggest jump in price, card value wise. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two guys other than Herbert. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say one is Tua. If, okay. That's if fair. Tua can stay healthy, um, we saw what he did in, in stretches last year. He has two absolute dynamite weapons in Hill and Waddle. Um, can just air it out with those guys and puts up huge stats. If he can stay healthy, he has a ton of upside. And right now, his price has the injury risk kind of built in. People are aren't really overpaying for Tua because of that. Mm-hmm. So if he if you buy him now and they go out and they win the division and Tua plays all seventeen games, I think his value would skyrocket. Uh, and the second one. Is another guy who was hurt last year is Lamar. A um, couple years removed from an MVP, they fight. Like I said, finally gave him weapons. You know, his best receiver was has been Bateman over the last couple of years. Now they now have Odell there, and they drafted Zay Flowers, who I'm very high on. To go with Mark Andrews, they could be a team that, that team I think that, that could could really make a jump. And they got rid of Greg Roman, which means they might actually run a pro style offense <laughs> and throw the ball and not just do this college offense there. So I think he's another guy, sorry, Sam, that could uh, could be a good buy. All right, that's cool. As for me, um, since nobody wants to straight up answer who they think will make the playoffs question. I, I just I said my playoff teams. I think you just kind of like mentioned every team as you went. He, he, actually, he actually called my, my divisional winners chalk, and then he picked the same ones in the AFC. The <laughs> same exact ones. Yeah. So you're calling me chalk, but then you do the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> Picking seven teams to make the make the AFC playoffs is maybe the hardest thing you can possibly do right now. Like I do think the Bills will win their division, the Bengals will win theirs. I I said before I think the Titans are going to win the AFC South. They were really good last year again, and I I know they're like a heavy running team, but then they had so many injuries. Like I think they had like forty something guys on IR by the end of the season. And, and you count count any game Malik Willis started last year as a as a right. game they played. All that jazz happened. Now all of a sudden, like the biggest knock on them has always been, oh, they just run with Derrick Henry all the time. Blah blah blah. Well, Derrick, they're, they're really good at it. Um, Derrick Henry's still pretty good. Tajay Spears is there, and he's going to be pretty good too. I think they got Hopkins. Uh, Traylon Burks was really coming on before he got hurt last year. I think people are sleeping on him too much because everybody, like I said before with Detroit, they want Jacksonville to be good. You know, Trevor Lawrence is awesome, and now Calvin Ridley looks super fast and, like, all this other stuff's going on. But the Titans are still really good, and Vrabel is, like you said earlier, is a hell of a coach. So I think people see the Titans as, as like, last year with like Julio. Like, they, 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 right. they had a top-tier wide receiver, and they didn't use him at all. They still went with their. He was hurt of, half the time anyway. And he was like, what, like six years older than Hopkins. Like when it feels like in when he's in the game, they barely used him. And I feel like they see the situation as the same thing. They're just gonna not use him. Yeah, maybe, just, perhaps. But I got the Titans. I think the Titans are gonna be like the surprise. I mean, if you can call it a surprise, no, they're I gonna win the 100%. South over the Jaguars. I mean, Kansas City winning that's cool too. So that leaves your three teams. I say, what locks do you have in the AFC? Like, what teams do you look at that and say, you know what, they're definitely making the playoffs? The Bengals. The Bengals will make it even if they don't win their division. I think they're the lock for sure. 
uh, and the Chiefs as well too. I mean, the Chiefs are going to make it regardless. Even if even if it turns out Kelsey tore both his ACLs or something and he was out, I still think the Chiefs are still good enough and as a team overall to at least go in. Even if you don't think they'll win the division and you think the Chargers come on, I think they'll still get in within the out. top seven. Of Kelsey's a play this year. They're out. It's fine. I understand that you're dug in, so you're going to do the Tom thing no matter what, so I know where we stand with this. Um, as for the three other teams I think get in, I, Miami is really good. And, again, it all comes down to Tua, though, right? But I do think Miami will get it. Let's just pretend we, we can't really pre- predict injuries. So I think Miami's going to make the playoffs. They might even win the division. The Jets talk a lot, but don't the Jets always talk a lot? All the time. So I just don't I don't see it because I think, like you said, Baltimore's I think Baltimore's going to make it. So that leaves that one spot for what? The, char- the Chargers, the Jags, the Steelers if they come on, the mm-hmm. Browns if they come on. Flip a six-sided die and just pick one. But since I have to pick one, I'm going to say the Browns make it. I think it's their time. Like it. So you're saying no, just, so no Chargers, no Jags, yeah, no Jets. Correct. That's I like it. That's crazy. That'd I understand how that off. feels, but at the same time, that's just where we're at. The hobby hates you right now. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. It's going to pump up all that Deshaun Watson value. That's yeah, what everybody no, wants anyway, no. right? You've been waiting on those cards for years. You're telling me <laughs> all the Herbert Lawrence and Roger owners out there are going to be... Well, the Rogers owners, that's on them at this point. Yeah, it's uh, too late. He's like 100 years old. So okay. the, if you didn't jump off that ship regardless because it's going to happen, you know, like, I get it. This is from a guy who loves Garrett Wilson, and I like the Chargers. I, You know, I want the Jags to do well, but that's just where I feel right now. See, I think, I think the Jags could be the number one seed in the AFC. They could be. I'm not saying they can't be. I be- just told you, if you... Realistically, every team that isn't the Patriots... The Colts, the Texans, the the Broncos, and the Raiders, if they were, like, the number one overall seed, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I. so I think because of the South being as weak as, as it is, I think that they have a legit chance to be number one because, you know. That's four wins and so the Titans. That's five right away, right? Yeah. Sure. Like, and you look at, you know, if you're the Bills or the Jets or the Bengals or Ravens, if you will go four and two in your division, you have to feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely, if you have a winning record in the AFC, you got to feel happy about yourself. It's just like you like, said, it's like if you if you told me right now the Bills are going to split with the Jets, split with Miami, and win both New England games, I'd probably take that. Mm-hmm. Now I I want more, but I'd probably take that. I think if you told the the Bengals that they were going to win two against Cleveland and split against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, they would take that. It's just that's how tough those divisions are. Mm-hmm. Where I think if you told the Jaguars they had less than five wins in their division, they'd be disappointed. Well, they should be because but, – but you know what? The AFC South, even though it's trash and whatever, where, you know, people are down on the Colts and the Texans, of course, there's always those weird wins where, like – like it happened last year too where, like, the Colts who are doing nothing, <laughs> they're just going to come out of nowhere and beat the Jaguars at home on, like, a Thursday night where you thought, you know, they were – the Jaguars would win well, by 30. The Colts, lost, the Colts beat the Chiefs last year. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, but the Colts are a much – worst franchise at this point. They've gotten rid of a lot of their good players and they've gotten rid of I think the Colts are trying to lose at this point almost. <laughs> like they look if Arizona like, wasn't tanking so hard, like I would so argue that the Colts I actually believe the Colts are going to finish with the worst record in the AFC. So okay, so that that will eliminate one of my uh questions here, but out of the Colts, Houston, the Raiders, the Broncos and the the Pats, so mm-hmm. the bottom five teams. Which one of those teams do you think has the best chance to make a run at the playoffs? It's the Broncos. The Broncos are in that shitty division, I know. But uh, what it comes down to is, like, 
they always play their division tough. They if they get it together, and last year they had arguably the worst coach in the league. Hackett is a terrible coach, and I don't know why he keeps getting coaching gigs because every time he's like in charge of something, it goes extremely poorly, and the team isn't great. I know Russ is a weirdo, and he wasn't looking great last year, but now they have Sean Payton, and Sean Payton's good enough for every year. You see, you get that coach that comes in and makes a big difference for a rot. Like, look at Dable on the Giants last year. Or, um, you know, just, just we talk about the Jags. Peterson came in at the Jags and turned them turned them right around. What, they get five, six more wins or whatever it is? I think that's where the Broncos can be because they have the talent. Nobody can argue the Broncos' talent. Yeah, it's yeah. just they've never put it together because – and that comes down to coaching. Now you get Sean Payton in there who's going to do things his way. And if as long as Russ isn't actually cooked and it was just – an aberration because the whole year was that way for them. They could very easily click. And I mean, what if they beat, you know, what if they split with the chiefs and chargers, beat the Raiders, go four and two and their, their schedule is not going to be as hard because it's not like it's first place schedule. So they could very easily make that jump. Yeah. Who do you think? So I, I think it's actually the Raiders. I was going to say, I was going to say the same. Go on. I like the Raiders talent. Jimmy Garoppolo. All he does is make the playoffs. With Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, was going to say the Broncos as well. Um, I, I thought I stole it from you. So. Yeah. Um, I do have concerns. Obviously, Jerry Judy's already hurt. Tim Patrick on the IR. KJ, KJ Hamler was. Marvin Mims, baby. It's not going to matter. So, um, Cortland Sutton, a guy that I keep thinking <sighs> is going to be good and just never is good in fantasy. He's that guy I can never quit. Yeah. He's the guy I could never quit. Oh, I can quit. I just, love Just fine. I, I just can, never I could totally quit him. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> no issue. Um, <laughs> no issue. Javante Williams coming off the, the ACL. They, they scare me a little bit. And the reports are basically Peyton has come out and said, Russ, Russell Wilson, you got to quit your diva act. Um, That's you, fine. Uh, and you should. Well, you should have quit it last year. You guys was getting called out for it last year in this season. It's it still boggles my mind that a quarterback who's supposed to be the guy that leads your team doesn't give his phone number out to his teammates, and you have to call an assistant or call one of his his people. I wouldn't even try to get a hold of him. Like if you, if you told me that I had to call someone to get a hold of you, I just wouldn't get a hold of you. I would. I just would. I would stop. I would literally walk up into practice and punch you in the face. All right, we gotta get we gotta get a little bit more on track. So here's what I'm gonna ask you guys: trade up. Let's just finish up the AFC. Who is your? Give me really quickly just to confirm it. Your surprise team and your your you already said your number one seeds, but just repeat it real quick because I don't think Pat said it. And your worst team. So one first worst and like surprise. First worst surprise. Yep. Uh, worst worst Texans. First surprise. I mean surprise for me is probably going to be the Steelers, and first home job city Buffalo Bills. All right, cool, Tom. Um. I, until they prove me otherwise and all this Travis Kelsey not playing, the Chiefs are still the best team in the AFC. Um, the worst is Texans. I'm sorry. You traded your first-round pick next year, and it's going to be a top-three pick. So Will Anderson's great, but I don't love the trade for you because they're still going to be terrible. And my surprise team is I, I like the Steelers. That Steelers defense is really good. I think Kenny Pickett is going to be a good quarterback in the league. They have some weapons around him, and I think they are going to surprise people and be right there at the end uh, in that crowded AFC North. Got it. So, I mean, for me, I kind of touched on it, but I'll just repeat it. I have the Bengals as, as 
winning the number one overall seed. Um, I said the Titans were kind of my surprise team because everybody has the Jags, so I think they'll surprise some people, like I said. And my worst team, I think it's going to be the Colts because I just think the Colts are just absolutely garbage. So we'll move on to that. Moving on to the NFC. Uh, Tommy, why don't we start with you? Who do you have as your division winners here? Um, so I am going to go with the 49ers and Eagles. I think they are by far the best two teams in the NFC. Um, the North is is a cluster. Um, I want it to be the Lions, but I think the Vikings are still probably going to win that division. And then the South, I do think that um, the New Orleans Saints. It's the same exact pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for John. Oh, that's so funny. That's great. I didn't say I wasn't going chalk. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You didn't say you weren't going chalk. You just called me out for being chalk. Um, yeah, so, I mean, for me, because Patrick already mentioned his earlier, which is obviously the same as Tom's. Mine's slightly different. Um, I have the 49ers as well, obviously. Uh, and I, I do have the Saints, unfortunately, because I just don't. You know what? I'm going to go with the Falcons just to be different than you guys. Let's just say the Falcons get it together and Ritter does well, so they pass them. I don't believe in that pick, but I'm trying to do something different. Uh, I, almost, I almost want the Bucks. Really? You're correct. That's never happening. Pick <laughs> uh, I'll be a little different here and say the Dallas Cowboys surprise and win the East. Um, the East is, pretty, is a lot harder than oh, people give it credit for. So much. I know, but Dallas has a really good offense, Listen and they're fans. they're just they're getting it back together a little bit. So I know the Eagles are super awesome. I'm sure they'll take it, but right now I'm going to take Dallas just to be a little different again. Yeah, absolutely. The North is where I also will list my surprise team. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to shock everything and win the North because they have a good team, and I think just getting rid of Aaron and all of his shit is going to go is going to go leap years for them. Yeah, you know, like they like Jordan Love exists there. They've seen Jordan Love in practice for what three three years now. Yeah, they know what they have. If they knew he was terrible, they would have been finding somebody else. They're not just like. And, doing and, at this point, and they didn't even get a, a good backup. They, you know, not that he's not good, but they have a rookie backup in mm-hmm. um, uh, Clifford, right? Is that his yep. name? I think so. Um, so if, if they were worried and they didn't think he was the guy, you they would have brought in a veteran to kind of be the number two there, and they didn't. Exactly. There's a lot of buzz. The defense is always good, um, and really they have weapons. You, Dobbs and Watson are very good. Uh, the tight end they drafted, Luke Musgrave, is getting all of the buzz in the world. People say he's fantastic in camp. Packers could really surprise. They could put up some points. Uh, like I said, you know, the Bears are never – the Bears feel like a great pick because Fields looks good, but they haven't put together in 50 years, so you don't know. The right. Lions, same thing. A lot of these teams have question marks, so I think the Packers could just get it together. You know, they have good coaching. They could do it. I don't feel bad about that pick. I like it. So then if with your picks, who are your three wildcard teams? Um, I think Seattle is definitely a wildcard team. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are a wild card team. And I'm going to go with my surprise and the Washington Commanders. Nice. Let's go. Hey, nice. Why? Tell me about how much you love Sam Howell. I am a huge Sam Howell fan. I know. Um, I liked him in college. The year before he was drafted, he was projected to be a top five pick. His offensive line got hurt the next year. His weapons left. He kind of took a step back. Um, They're getting rave reviews in camp. He's been really good. And I think Eric Bieniemy coming in and kind of revamping that offense is going to be good. Bring some Andy Reid style uh, play calls. They have great weapons. I love Johan Dotson, mm-hmm. uh, Terry McLaurin. Hopefully the t- turf toe is not a big issue, but he's really good. Um, Gibson and Robinson is a good one-two punch there at running back. Diami Brown is a third 
third uh, year guy don't who I like. Up, don't bring up the Abbey Brown. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> and and Curtis Samuel is that, that bag, Swiss right? Army knife kind of out there. So he's, I, he's I underrated. so I do think that offense will be pretty good. And we know their defense is good. They have one of the best defensive lines in football. They paid a lot of money for those guys. I think they're going to be able to keep teams, um, keep their keep their team in games because of their defense. And I think they're, they're going to kind of be like the Giants last year, where at the end of the year you're like, how do they win ten games? And they're just going to kind of grind it out and, and sneak in. All right, I'm I'm gonna I, I like I like the Commanders too. You named a lot of cool players, et cetera, et cetera. But I have issues with them being your being making the wild card, and here's why. They have to play the Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles six times, and they got to play the AFC East. Nah, <laughs> they're not going to win. Yeah. They're, they're not going to find enough wins to get in there, and that's the only reason why. A lot of potential. Also, I worry about the coaching. Ron Rivera's okay, but he had a quote during the offseason about Sam Howell that I didn't love where he was just, like, surprised that they that this guy was good all along. Like, are you not watching your players? Like, do you not understand how good they're doing? So I have questions with that, but – Washington gets all the feel-good points because, well, Dan Snyder's gone. You know, they got a new owner. There's just a bunch of happiness going on. Like, I think they're a team on the rise, but right now they have to play such a hard schedule that I just don't think they'll get the wins that they're going to need to slide in. So that's the only reason why I would, you know, poo-poo that. Um, Patrick, who are your three wild-card teams then? Uh, Seahawks, Giants, and Packers. Okay. I like that too. Too much. Oh, you picked the Vikings to win the division, right? Yeah. Uh, as for me, I think I do think the Lions are going to do enough to get in. Uh, I, I did I like that. Well. Just, um, the Eagles, of course, as well. Like, I, they're not going to not make the playoffs, even though I picked Dallas to win. And yeah, Seattle, right? Uh, I don't think Geno Smith's going to turn into a pumpkin. I think they got better. They have some of the best coaching. Plus, again, they play the Rams, who are completely trash, and they play Arizona, who's trying to go to the SEC. So like, <laughs> they're trying to switch conference alignments. Yeah. So like, that's just where it comes down for me. I asked I asked Tyler this the other day. Um, in two years, who do you think has a better chance of being a starting quarterback, Geno Smith or Russell Wilson? It's still Russ because he's owed so much money. Because I think they have an out in two years. Well, if they do, they do. Then that because makes sense. because right now I think I, think I, I Geno does this year. Like right now, I think Geno Smith's a better quarterback, and they got all those extra picks from from. Uh, the Broncos, even, and, and I think Geno's a better quarterback than Russ right now. Even if Geno has half of a better year than he did last year, he'll, he'll, it'll be Geno, in my opinion. Okay. That's fair. It's very fair. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, so let's do it again here. Um, just reiterate your, t- your number one seed in the conference, your worst team in the conference, and then your surprise team. Um, so the Eagles are the one, one seed for me. Um, I think they are by far the best team in the NFC. Um, I think my surprise team, I, I talked about the commander, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot from that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Seattle. I think Seattle's the third best team in the NFC. Um, I think you look at the weapons there with DK and Lockett. Uh, they added JSN. They have a two-headed monster in the running backs with Kenneth Walker and Charbonnet. Um, their defense is better than people think. Um, and I think that team could be a team that surprised people and, and make a run possibly all the way to the Super Bowl. Last team, uh, Arizona. Did we did we not just do this a couple years ago when you take you took Josh Rosen in the first round, and then you said nope, we're going to go and we're going to suck and we're going to take Kyler Murray in the first round the very next year and get rid of Josh mm-hmm. Rosen. And here we are three years later, and you're going to be doing the same thing. How many first round? 
quarterbacks can you take before you realize that you are destroying the rest of your team because you're not getting good players other places? Um, Kyler Murray, it was a fun run. I hope you played lots of video games there in Arizona, but you will be playing somewhere else next year as Caleb Williams is the starting quarterback for Arizona next year. Where is he playing next year? Sorry, Kirko Chains. Oh, you think he's going to Minnesota? Minnesota Vikings and Kyler Murray. I don't like that. Kirk's going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers next year anyway, so it doesn't matter. But anyway, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Arizona is losing on purpose, like I said. They're they're the worst team in the league. Um, They want to be, obviously. uh, They want Houston to be the second worst team in the league. I know, I get it. The Rams aren't going to be very good either. <laughs> I think the Rams are going to be pretty bad, and I think they're going to, like, fire sale. One fun one fun thing I heard on one of the podcasts I was listening to is, like, where do they trade Matthew Stafford? And it's like, well, what if, like, Jordan Love's only okay and they trade Stafford to Green Bay? Does that even, like, that would just be super fun, you know, something like that. But then again, Matt Stafford might be old and shot too. So a lot of questions surrounding the Rams. I don't know if – I mean, they don't – like you said – they weren't really building. The Cardinals weren't really building. Well, the Rams traded all their picks away to build for the Super Bowl, which they won. Great, and now they're you know paying the old piper here, where it's like time to just. I would do it. I don't care, Bills fans. I would. I would go right through what the Rams are doing right now to win a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, of course, I get it. I'm just saying they're just in, on the other side of it. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, like I said, my number one seed. I think it's pretty. I think I'll say Dallas because I said they'll win their division, but I also see where you're coming from with Philly. That's it's going to come from the NFC East, in my opinion. Um, I said my surprise team is obviously Green Bay. That's I don't think anybody really is. Everybody likes. Everybody seems to like the other three teams in the division more. Uh, and then my worst team, well, like I said, Cardinals, Rams. What are we gonna do there? Mm-hmm. So I the the only difference is, I think Aaron Donald would murder people if they were losing on purpose. So I think they're gonna win a couple games just because Aaron Donald would scare the hell out of Absolutely. me. Like, <laughs> yeah, we better do something here because he's gonna trade kill us. Money. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about retirement before too, so maybe he's just gonna maybe retire. Talking about retirement. Well, he got last three seasons. They were talking about it after they won the Super Bowl that he was gonna retire out on top. And you have to wonder if he's rethinking that after he re-signed the contract for them not to be good for the next while. I hear. All right. Well, let's um, let's move on to our Super Bowl predictions then. You're not gonna let Pat pick. No, I'm sorry that you already picked. Go ahead, dude. It's all right. (laughs) I thought you did already. Go ahead. My bad. Niners is the winner. Panthers. Is the worst surprise. I'll go with the Giants. Can the Giants be considered a surprise team? Only if they win their division. Well, they're in the division. I mean, they're in the division with the Eagles. I mean, it depends on what your surprise means. People were expecting less of you, and then you do a lot better. Giants. All right, that's fine. Yeah, I think everyone, I think most people think the Giants might turn into a pumpkin this year. That last year was kind of smoke and mirrors. Dale's a good coach, man. He's He's a real good coach. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right, Patrick, why don't we start with you this time? Thanks, I really appreciate it. How about you give me your Super Bowl prediction? (laughs) Awesome. Niners, and I'm going to go, sheesh. The Niners, and I don't know. AFC is so tough. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to, you know what? Niners and Bengals. Okay, that's fine. Who's winning? Niners. Okay, you're all in on the Niners then? That's your guy? That's your team? All right, cool. Thomas, what do you got? I I have to do it. Um, I'm going to go with my best Chris Berman. I'm going to say Bills and Niners. And you have the Bills winning? And the Bills winning. Um, If you weren't being a homer, who would it be? 
That's what I was trying to stray away from. I know. Obviously, <sighs> we all want to say the Bills are winning the Super Bowl. I get that. I, I okay. If I'm not picking the Bills, because I do, th- I really think that I the agree. Bills are going to win. Not picking the Bills. Um, if I'm if I'm going away from that, I am going. I hate to say it, I'm going Chiefs back to back. That's fair. Oh yeah. I'm really – the Bengals are good. I think they're very, very good. I think – I just like their offense a little bit more. Joe Burrow's super cool. He's got a great first name. Um, I think the Bengals are going to go to the play or the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win it, whoever they play. I feel like it, it won't be the teams we expect. I feel like we'll get some weird thing in the NFC. So I kind of think it will be the Bengals beating, beating the Seahawks. Like, wow. I, I thought Seattle was pretty good before, you know, whatever. And, again, it all comes down to coaching, all this cool stuff. Bengals-Seahawks, what a weird, weird Super Bowl that would be, but it would be really cool, too, at the same time. So, why not? Let's do that. Let's do something crazy. So, I'll say the Bengals beating the Seahawks. So, I, I like the Bengals a ton, too. I, I do worry about Joe Burrow and this calf. Um, I know that he's coming back, and he's already said he's playing week one. But stuff like that. Um, Lingers. Lingers and you just you worry sometimes that when they have injuries like that they kind of overcompensate and then hurt something else. So I am concerned a little bit about that. But I know Bengals are. They, I hate that they're this good because mm-hmm. the AFC is just murderers row. Yeah, it's crazy, right? All right, then. So last but not least, even though something you might say here might go against the stuff we talked about that we really think is going to happen, but. Let's do a little, let's do a bold prediction, something a little wild that people maybe aren't really seeing, maybe we don't even fully believe in, but you, there's a path to it and you can see it happening. So what do you, what do you got for there? You got any like a random Super Bowl? You can do a random Super Bowl, you can do whatever bold prediction you want. I mean, again, as much chalk as we did. Bold prediction, the Ravens will be in the Super Bowl. Okay, that's fun. I like that. That's, that's good. I don't think that's too bold, but I still like it. I mean, I, I can go bolder if you want. You can. You can <laughs> no, do it all you want, man. That's good. I think that's my bold prediction. I think the the Ravens will make will a make a deep run in the playoffs with their talent and possibly the Super Bowl. Thomas, um, I guess I guess it's not crazy, but maybe it is. I I think that Baker Mayfield might re uh, invigorate his career and actually go out and win 10 or 11 games in the NFC South and look like the guy that he was year, year – well, no, year three. Because literally uh, after his third year, the Browns made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They were talking about signing Baker to a big deal. That was actually year two. Um, and then they didn't – yeah, it was year three. And then they didn't, and then he fell back to earth. Um, and I think there's a chance that Baker with Evans and Godwin um, – and that defense is still decent, could make some noise in, in a bad NFC South, win 10 games, and, and maybe win a playoff game. Those are fun. The Chargers win the AFC West is bold. I think that could be a thing that actually, if everything clicks, will totally happen. Um, people don't talk about the New England Patriots enough, and if they do go up another level on offense, uh, it's very plausible that they make the playoffs and uh, you know kick out at one of these other teams. And then for the NFC West, uh, I think it would be – oh, I think the bold one would be just that the Bears win their division and, and shock everybody. And Fields takes that next step that everybody kind of wants them to take. 
Can we? Let's. You guys got to give me a bold one the other way because we're obviously talking about things we surprise is oh this team's gonna be really good. Pick a team that's supposed to be good that you could see the wheels falling off. Patrick. Jags. Jaguars? No. Okay, that's fair. You see some guys getting hurt and them just kind of coasting and winning like five, six games. San Francisco. I think San Francisco could have just a, sh- just a bad go with these quarterbacks they have. You know, maybe Purdy isn't the same guy he was, and then they're turning to Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. and it just isn't what they want it to be. Um, I know they just signed Bosa to the huge contract, so it helps getting him back, and their defense is still pretty good. But um, I don't maybe <sighs> – the quarterbacks, whatever, um, Christian, Christian McCaffrey could easily get dinged up. Elijah Mitchell's only okay. Debo Samuel, kind of only okay after his one really good year. Brandon Ayuk's pretty good, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, if, kid, if Kittle gets hurt, McCaffrey gets hurt. hurt. I know you don't want to talk injuries, but, like, that could be exactly what happens. All of a sudden, they have to rely on the quarterback a little bit more, and it just isn't there. And then all of a sudden, you know, because they're playing a pretty tough schedule on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like we said, we both like Seattle, you know, like all that other stuff, so... I could just see a world where the 49ers are just like, shit. Well, <laughs> you? So I, I know you, you didn't pick them in your playoffs, so maybe it's not as bold for you, but I think there's a chance the whole Aaron Rodgers thing does not work out for the Jets. Right. Um, sure. he, was not, he was not good last year. Um, I think he was like 28th when pressured for QBR. Mm-hmm. That offensive line is not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and – We've seen Aaron Rodgers in the past. He's kind of uh, his own character, and I could see things not going well from the start and him kind of checking out and doing Aaron Rodgers-type thing and that kind of falling off. And all of a sudden, the Jets, with as much talent as they have, finishing with five wins. It's funny. When I was thinking bold predictions, I was thinking about the Jets, but my prediction was going to be that Aaron Rodgers gets hurt and Zach Wilson comes in and plays great. That would be something, right? Yeah. He's kid, good. The, the He's kid good. in the suit with his crazy uh, Zach Wilson collection would be very happy yeah, if that right? happened. Well, there's a lot of people that are just holding on to Zach Wilson cards yeah. that they would be pretty proud of. I almost went with that, or if Dak Prescott gets hurt and then all of a sudden Trey Lance steps in and just <laughs> clicks. Like, that would be amazing too, right? There's, there it is. Jets versus Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Ugh. Trey Lance versus Zach Wilson. There's Ugh. the boldest of the bold. <laughs> disgusting. Lots of lots of people hurt who, who've been very hurt. sad the last yes. two years are the rebound, celebrating the rebound bowl. Are, are, are <laughs> popping bottles if those guys are playing in the exactly. Super Bowl. I love that. Um, yeah, but that's it. We got to get moving. I mean, we're already at an hour because we've been talking the whole time. Uh, let's do some quick hitters for our uh, final thoughts, and we'll uh, be on our way. So, Patrick, uh, now is the time to get your divisional winners in in FanDuel. If you want the best odds, now is the time to take advantage of it. Even if you take the chalk, like Tom said, ten dollars will win you thirty five hundred. I'm giving you guys. Um, Remember, reminding you guys just to go and take advantage of that because as soon as week one happens, the the odds will start changing. You won't be able to take advantage of it. Um, as far as gambling goes in the NFL this year, I want to wish everybody good luck. Yay. Gamble responsibly because I won't. <laughs> and I hope we see some good parlays. If you win any parlays and you're listening to this, send it to us. We'd love to review them and see them. We might actually put them up on the show or just give us your picks. Maybe next week for week two, we'll we'll put together a parlay for you guys, and we'll all ride. We'll do yeah, a squad ride. Bunch, uh, yeah, one, bunch of us give us your best picks for week two, mm-hmm. and we'll put a parlay together with some of our favorites, yeah. and we'll bet a nice parlay of a bunch of your favorite picks. We'll put this we'll put this out as a clip on Instagram, and when this clip comes out, comment who you like week two 
of the NFL, and we'll do a squad par a squad parlay. There you go. That's super fun. Um, Tom, what do you got, bud? Um, Top slash fanatics is doing a really cool thing with the Wembiana autos out of ninety nine. They are flying people in and giving you a hotel. I don't know what the credit exactly is, but basically anyone who has an out of ninety nine um, redemption can come down to this event where they will be doing um, a raffle basically for his first ever card. It's a really cool event. It gets some more hype around the product. Obviously, Fanatics is trying to do more events things, do more things that kind of make the hobby more uh, mainstream per se. And I think it's a really just cool thing to be part of this and have the opportunity to possibly go down there, get the first one. Um, so hat tip to uh, Fanatics here for the, the idea, whoever came up with that. Um, love it. All right, my final thought. So uh, recently on MSG here in Buffalo, they've been replaying some old Sabres games. And I've been watching them at like 9 o'clock at night, et cetera. I mean, they've been doing a lot of stuff because they've been uh, playing games for Rick Jenneret, who was the longtime voice of the Sabres for forever, easily the greatest announcer in NHL history. Um, and I only know that because all the other ones you would say said he was. Uh, he passed away, unfortunately, and during the offs, you know, our little offs time here where we haven't been able to talk about it. Uh, he's one of the greatest dudes ever. I worked for the Sabres for a little bit. I've met him a bunch of times. He's hilarious. Uh, he always always had a nice thing to say about everybody. Um, everybody loved that dude. Uh, his jersey is in the rafters in Buffalo with a little microphone. You know, people here have jerseys that say Generette with a little microphone instead of like a number or something. It's really cool. Uh, and it was just great watching these older games. Like last night was when the Sabres beat Boston to go play the Leafs in the conference finals in 1999 before they went on to the Stanley Cup finals. I don't remember how that ended. It's irrelevant, but uh, <laughs> um, it just hearing his voice and like that's that was like the voice that I had growing up yeah you know and like when you go from that like growing up to it then actually working with the guy and actually hanging out with him having a drink with him and stuff it's really really cool and I mean he's easily a legend here and um you know it sucks that he passed away but the other part is that watching the games and like playoff games and like important games we haven't had that a lot in the last decade for the Sabres obviously because they have this long-standing playoff streak and they're getting really close to breaking it. And hockey, when they're good, is really, really fun. And I forgot about that. And just watching these older games, I just remember the player. Back. Yeah, it brings it all the fire back yeah, and, man. like, all the old theme music to the games. And you're just like, like let's go. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I am lo I'm, love that football season's going, but I'm really ready for hockey season two in a We're month. And I just cannot wait to get going at that because it just, like, hit all the right notes about RJ, about everything. And I just kind of think like this is the season that they're gonna take a next step. They're gonna have you know I think that they might have RJ badges and stuff. Who knows what they're gonna do? So it's really awesome. I mean, it's really sad that RJ passed away, of course. But I mean, it's just really awesome that hockey matters again in Buffalo because we are we are definitely a hockey town too. I know we love our Bills for sure, but I mean the Sabers when they are good and they're scary good, they're really it's really really fun around so here. Fun. And we're on the precipice of having that back again, and we haven't had that in a long time. So. I'm really excited. Yeah. So that's it. Um, you have something? I say I just I remember, you know, when the games were on, uh, before he was calling it on TV, and it was just the radio. Oh, we, we would literally turn off the sound on the TV and listen to the radio just to listen to RJ because yeah. he, he was just that good. We used to do the same um, thing. 
you know, they came out with a CD. I don't know how many, how many. I, I, I stole it from work. <laughs> I don't know well, how best calls. Yeah, I don't know how many allegedly stole it from work. No, I definitely stole oh, okay. it. I definitely just took it. They were free. Fuck. I, I, they were 15 bucks, whatever. I matter. just, I don't remember another announcer that has like a greatest hit CD. Mm-hmm. And I remember that came out and just listening to the calls and it's, it gives you chills. It's, it's great. Um, you know, he will forever be part of the lifeblood of the Sabres. And uh, he'll be he'll be sorely missed for sure. I think if you checked YouTube after he passed away, like RJ's greatest calls on YouTube searches just went through the roof from everywhere. So it was really neat. So uh, thank you, RJ, for everything. Thank you everybody for listening. Again, if you have ideas for your parlays, etc., you can email us at hit parade or at podcast at hit collection dot com, or you know just tag us on our various social media posts. I'm sure this will be up sooner soon enough. So. I got to get editing this thing so you guys can listen to it. So uh, we're going to get out of here and we'll see you in a week. Shout out to Eric. Why? Oh, Eric Rowland. Okay. I thought you meant like Hawk and I was very confused. That's how we're ending. Bye. (laughs)